everyone to a brand new episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. My name is Nick. This show is all about scratch-made food and positivity. If this is your first time here, welcome. So, so grateful that you're taking the time to check out Nikolai's Kitchen. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. And thank you so, so much for your incredible support. Today on the show, we are going to be talking about Just on a whim, I wanted to make something beautiful to top some homemade waffles. And I thought to myself, I said, why don't I cook down some cherries in bourbon? And we'll talk about the recipe and everything a little bit later on, because I actually recorded that over a week ago, like two weeks ago. And, uh, you know, this is getting recorded way, way after the fact, but I have that syrup again today. I made some chocolate waffles and just chocolate and cherry are just that beautiful marriage together. They pair so perfectly well. And I had a little bit more of it today. Absolutely sings. I'm so, so proud of that syrup. Stay tuned in the back half of the show where I'm going to talk a little more about the experience of eating that syrup when I welcome you to the table. This show is all about scratch-made food and positive energy. As I said, I hope that you're taking the time today to be kind to yourselves. And please take some time to be kind to other people. I really and truly believe it. If you're somebody that's here listening, I hope that you believe it too. But I truly do believe that it's on each of us to try to make the world a little bit better in some small way. Be that showing someone some small kindness each and every day. Let's all take the time. If we all make sure to take the time to try to make the world better in one small way, just imagine the world that it could be. I want to direct you down to the show notes. I had a wonderful sit down with Brendan of the Unchefed podcast. It was an absolutely wonderful interview. I talked about my grandmother's mashed potatoes. I talked about kind of my mental health journey, which I've shared with a lot of you here on the show. And I got a chance to talk about kind of my own food journey. So make sure you go and check that out. It was a wonderful, wonderful interview. Thank you so much again, Brendan, for having me on the show. It meant the absolute world to me. And I kind of talked to Brendan a little bit about it. And I kind of wanted to kick this episode off with with just talking about it here because I've been in this game for a long time now. I've been podcasting for over seven years. It was over seven years ago that the first ever episode of Epic Film Guys premiered. It was around the end of 2015, 2016 that Potter and Family kind of took a big upswing and I just got so involved in this entire indie podcasting scene, this amazing community of people, all of whom just come together and want to build each other up no matter what. And I still know a lot of those podcasters today, whether they still podcast or not, because some do and some don't. But I think in the transition, like over the over the years... I kind of clung to those people that I've known a lot in the podcasting community. I I tend to gravitate toward them because obviously I know them really well at this point. And what I wasn't doing was paying as much attention to all these amazing new creators that are joining this indie podcasting community every single day. People like Brendan, who hasn't been around as long as Epic Film Guys has, as long as I've been podcasting. But God, what a wonderful show. What a wonderful sit down. What a wonderful discussion with him. And it's reminded me to make sure that I'm open-minded about listening to new shows, about hearing things that new creators that I've never heard before 
have to offer. We all kind of get stuck in our ways because there's not enough time to listen to absolutely everything that's out there. There's not. We all kind of get stuck on our playlist and, and our regulars, but I really want to kind of make more of a conscious effort to add more newer shows to my podcatcher and just take a listen through to them. Listen on good pods because then you can rate and review every single episode, which I try to do for every show I listen to. And it's really, really wonderful to to kind of grow and experience because it, it's kind of like writing and it's kind of like reading. Like you have to read a lot in order to be a good writer. I think you have to listen to a lot of different podcasts to be a good podcaster as well. I really think you need to kind of have a good sense for the way that content is shaped. And maybe it'll give you some thoughts about your own content, or maybe it'll kind of change the way that you produce your own show a little bit. For us in Epic Film Guys, I mean... One of the things, like you listen to some podcasts and they never take a break. And you may wonder why Nikolai's Kitchen takes a break. Nikolai's Kitchen takes a break technically because I kind of want to change the tone from one segment to the next. The food segment is a lot different energy-wise because the positivity segment is is a lot heavier kind of emotional topics. A lot more kind of what's going on in my head. How I'm feeling. How I'm thinking. What I'm thinking. What's going on in my life. Like in my head. So it's a lot weightier. It's a lot heavier kind of topics and subject matter. And the food stuff is not quite that. So that's why I keep doing a break on this show. But it started because Justin needed to pee every 20, <laughs> every 20 minutes. He has ever since I've known him. He's always had he's always had to go to the bathroom like all the time. Yeah, that's why breaks started on Epic Film Guys. And I really loved them. And then listening to other shows, kind of seeing the way that they would do things in their breaks. Some shows will do, you know, plugs for their Patreon, plugs for their own content, plugs for their network. Other shows will do like fake skits, fake commercials, all sorts of other things. Some shows that are more popular probably have ad reads and stuff that they throw in a mid-roll. There's just so much great content out there. There's just so much of, of a variation of different things on there. So always remain open-minded. Always be willing to kind of add something else to the podcatcher, as it were. Always be willing to just add something else and give it a listen. Because you find amazing people out there like Brandon from Unsheft. And that's why I'm kind of grateful for Livestream for the Cure. Because Livestream for the Cure, just because of its nature, like it's about helping raise money to fight cancer. And so people that are personally affected by cancer every single year, people come out of the woodwork wanting to be part of the event. And I get to meet a whole new crew of people all over again. And it's really, really wonderful to get to meet all of those people because it just shows me how big and how amazing and how supportive this community in general really, really is. So I prattled on about it for a few minutes here, but I just want to make sure that I say how grateful I am. If you're a podcaster that's listening to this, or if you're a former podcaster that's listening to this, anything and everything in between, and any kindness that you've ever shown me. And, and the thing about it is, too, is indie podcasters, we we are hungry. And I know this is a food show, so that goes kind of hand in hand with the content here, but we're hungry for that interaction. And I think nobody understands that better than indie creators. So whenever there's an indie creator that's listening to another indie creator, they're happy to, to, to throw them a review, to throw them feedback, to throw them whatever. And I love that. I love that camaraderie that exists within the indie community. And it just, it always heartens me. It always makes me feel so good. And every once in a while, something will come up. And I, I talked about it a few months ago, kind of getting dragged on Twitter and, and the entire podcasting community coming out swinging for me. And every once in a while, I'm just reminded of how 
amazing this community is. What a blessing it is to be part of this indie podcasting community and how much I truly love so many people out there in the indie community. So to all of you who are listening, and even if you're just, you know, even if you're just like a dedicated podcast listener, you know, I know that there are some of you out there that you don't have your own podcast, but you, you know, keep a lot of indies in your rotation and, you know, you like to listen to those recommendations and everything. You matter too. So thank you all so, so much. Thank you so much to the indie community for always, always, always after more than seven years, making me feel so welcome in this, in, in this community. There's very few things in my entire life that I can say I've ever felt so welcome in all the time. Thank you. Yesterday in my Facebook memories, a photo came up. And it's a photo of myself, my friend John, my friend Jamie, and my friend Tommy. And we're all at a karaoke bar. (laughs) And I've got a cigarette in my hand, and I've got the microphone in my hand, and I am belting out something in 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 this tone, which you guys might appreciate the podcasting voice, but... You know, be grateful that I don't try to try to catch a tune here and, and, and sing to you guys. That photo was taken 12 years ago. And looking at the photo, I think about how much my life has changed since then. I also think about how much my life is the same. I still have a lot of the same kind of hangups that I had back at the time. I was single then, fresh out of college, kind of just starting to kind of try to find my feet, try to figure out who I was going to be post-college, coming out of college where I met so many amazing people and then coming back home to the same people that I had been friends with and had known for, for years, if not decades. I was really still trying to find my place in the world. John passed away in... 2019 and Jamie you know there have been some issues where I probably won't ever see him again Tommy I haven't seen thanks to the pandemic and me moving and and all sorts of other things I don't think I've seen him since his stepdaughter's graduation party last summer about a year ago And I just bring up this photo and I, and I, and I just, I I think this is something that maybe necessarily was not quite as prevalent for me when I was younger. Or maybe I just didn't know then what I know now about all those photos that I was going to take about all those memories I was going to make. Life changes all the time. Life is going to take things away from you all the time. One day you're going to look back on today. Could be five years from now. Could be 10 years from now. Maybe you remember listening to this. Maybe you won't. Wherever you are, whenever you are. Maybe you're listening to this 10 years after the fact. In which case, hi, future. But take a moment, just close your eyes for just a moment and just just think back to what 
your life was like 10 years ago? Who are the people that you had in your life? What job were you in 10 years ago? Who were you 10 years ago or 12 years ago as this photo is? Who were you? God, this was two years before I even met my now ex-wife. This was so long ago. It's doing P90X, playing softball, exercising my butt off because I came out of college thick and I really wanted to shed pounds. So me, Tommy, and his dad used to do P90X in his apartment. If there's a will, there's a way. There was no space in that apartment or in that bedroom that we were doing it in, but by God, we found a way. It was great. I really, really loved it. I really, really appreciated that. I take a, 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 a moment and I close my eyes and I think about all of the things that I was then, about all of the people that I knew then, about all the people I spent the majority of my time with then, about the people I spent the majority of my time talking to then. There's still some familiar faces. Some people have come and gone in that time frame that I spoke to after that picture was taken and haven't spoken to since. A lot of people. Sometimes people only come into your life for just this kind of small window. But each and every one of them, and each and every experience, and each and every memory, each and every moment, it changes you a little bit. It defines you a little bit. It becomes the collective story of you. It becomes who you are as a person. And before you know it, all that we have of so many of the days that have gone by are memories. Sometimes you'll have photos that help you remember. God, I need to remember. Sometimes there's so much beauty in the world, I feel like I can't take it. It's American beauty. Life can change like so quickly. I still remember finding out that John had passed away and I couldn't believe it. Still couldn't believe it. Me and Tommy sat on the phone for like two or three hours trying to figure out what safe for work stories we were going to tell about him at the funeral. You know, and now all I have of him are memories. All I have of a lot of people our memories. So whatever you're holding on to today, whatever you're holding back on today, stop waiting. Stop holding back. Live every single day that you've got with everything that you've got. And if you're holding yourself back from your dreams, if you're holding yourself back from achieving what you want to achieve, if you're holding yourself back from being who you are meant to be, who you believe you are meant to be, why are you still waiting? Because life can change in an instant. And before you know it, you're just a memory too. You're just a photo that somebody has hanging on a wall somewhere. Don't you want to take every opportunity? Don't you want to make sure that 
above all else, you have lived. And I mean really, really lived. Live every single moment while you can. I was so, so grateful to see this picture, even though it made me pretty sad to see it. Because this photo, this, this can never, ever happen again. It will never, ever happen again. No matter how much I wish that it could. There's so many moments, so many memories, so many things that we can never, ever get back. So many roads that once we walk down them, we can never turn around and walk back the other way. You can look back in life. You can take the time to remember, to have your memories, to cherish your memories, to cherish all of those moments that have come to define you. But don't spend so long looking backward that you're not also looking forward. It's funny, I was watching it was Epic Mealtime of all things, and Harley, who's the Saus Baus, he had taken part in that YouTube creator clash that was earlier this year, what, a couple months ago. And he kind of did like this little pseudo documentary type thing on Epic Mealtime on the channel. And kind of talked about like his journey of like getting ready to do this whole thing. And at the end of this documentary, he kind of made mention of Epic Mealtime and how people always want the channel to go back to what it once was to its quote unquote good old days. And he talked about having lived through enough days in his life to know that you have to celebrate every day. You have to celebrate every evolution that your life takes. You have to celebrate every step, every transformation, everything that your life goes through. Today is a good old day, he said. Today is a good old day. I'm going to wrap this recording and I'm going to go make spaghetti and meatballs. And then I'm going to edit this show and get it ready for release tomorrow so you guys can hear it. I absolutely love doing what I do now. It's seven years in the podcasting game. I still love sitting down and talking about movies with Justin and Loisos. I love all of the things that we did and all the things that we made at Epic Film Guys. I love these moments. I love these memories. I love seeing all of these things. Every day should be a good old day. You have to live every single day that you have for the best and you can't leave anything out on the table because once you get to the end of the road wherever that road leads you don't get any of it back you can't go back you can't turn around and start over again you just have to keep fighting your way forward so make today make tomorrow make every single day a day that you want to look back on 10 years, 12 years from now when a random picture pops up in your memories for you to look back on it and say that was a good old day today is a good old day
Make the absolute best of your life today and every day. Do everything that you possibly can to make your life the best that you can. Live every moment. And whatever's in your way, whatever you're not doing right now to get on the road to where you want to be and who you want to be. To echo back to last week, what's the first step? Take that first step. I believe in you. And I know more than anything that you've got the strength in you to do this. Even if you're scared, and God, I'm scared of so many things still. Keep fighting forward. Don't you dare ever give up. everyone and thank you so so much for listening to Nikolai's Kitchen if you like what you're listening to wherever you're listening to this whenever you're listening to this the best thing that you can help me do is spread the word about my messages of positivity and scratch made food help me reach more people out there who might benefit from hearing this leave a five star rating and review wherever you're listening to this and it's only going to help me grow thank you so 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 much for your amazing support. And when I welcome you to the table this time, I'm going to slide out the chair here. And we're going to step a little bit back in time to about a week and a half ago. Fourth of July morning. So the night before, Rebecca and I were watching some food show. Who knows? It's a food show. <laughs> and the restaurant that they were at was making a chicken and waffle dish. And as soon as I, it happens to me all the time, I, it drives me absolutely nuts. But I see it and I'm like, I want to make waffles now. Second I saw those chicken and waffles, I was like, I need waffles. I want waffles. I want to make waffles. So the rest of the night, I'm like, what are we going to have on them? We don't have anything to have on waffles. What are we going to have on them? Oh my goodness. We need something to put on these things. I don't know. <laughs> So I go to sleep and I wake up way too early on my like one day off and like four weeks straight or some nonsense like that. Cause I've been working like a madman <laughs> and I'm just like, I want to make something with bourbon. What if I did some kind of fruit syrup reduced down in bourbon to give it a beautiful smoky flavor? So I ran to the store, and then that's when I saw a big, beautiful bag of dark red ripe cherries. Just, and I mean, there's nothing in the world like a just beautifully fresh ripe cherry. Oh, fantastic flavor. And you know, Avery really, really, really loves cherries. So I thought to myself, I'm like, you know what? 
Let's do a bourbon cherry maple syrup. I picked up some 100% Vermont maple syrup. Whenever I make my own pancake syrups, the most important thing that I can always impart to anybody Whenever they make any kind of syrup, if you want to impart that maple flavor, add the maple syrup at the end. The maple syrup's already done kind of as it is. You don't need to add it to the syrup and reduce it. Because what I've found every time I've ever just made like normal pancake syrup, it's just normal syrup. And syrup's sugar and water. Just cooked down, that's all. That's <laughs> really all it is. But every time I've ever done that, like the first time I think I ever tried it, I just chucked maple syrup right into it. Like at the beginning, I want maple flavor in this. Like, I don't want like pancake syrup is like what? 1% maple syrup. Like you, you can't taste it. Like I can't at all. And so I really, really wanted to, to make the maple flavor prominent. It was really, really important to me. But then I found when I was adding it at the beginning of the cooking process that I wasn't tasting it at the end. And I think that's because the subtleties of this, the, the flavor of maple syrup are just kind of lost whenever you just cook the crap out of it. Because it's already it's already done. It's already ready the way it goes. Because it's already done. It's already ready as it is. So I developed a pancake syrup recipe that, you know, had some vanilla bean in it and sugar and all these different things. And I cooked it down. And then at the end, bam, hit it with the maple syrup. Then you get that beautiful maple flavor kind of infused throughout. You just let it boil together for another minute once you add the maple syrup, just to bring everything together. So in order to make this bourbon cherry syrup, now I'm going to recommend very, very strongly, do not make this indoors. Unless you have a really high ceiling or like a really powerful oven vent that's like high enough above your stove that you're not going to start a fire, please don't do this indoors. I have a side burner on my grill outside. So I pitted the cherries. And I took them outside and I stuck two cups of them into a saucepan and a cup of bourbon. And I just chucked that on the heat, started boiling it. Like once it started to simmer, I just tipped that pan slightly into that flame and boosh. There's a reel of this. I'll link it down in my show notes here. But I posted this over to YouTube. I posted on Instagram as well. Just, I mean, it's sunny out, so you can't really super see the flames. But, you know, it's belching out some pretty good flames. This is cooking off the alcohol in that bourbon. So just, again, make sure safety, safety, safety. Don't make this indoors, please. But what I did was I just kind of let that bourbon mostly reduce out. Like, I let it mostly reduce out until there was just kind of a, a little bit of a, of a bourbon syrup almost at the bottom with these cherries. Then from there, I chucked in the sugar and I chucked in the water and then I brought it back to a boil. And then I just kind of made normal syrup on top of that. And then once it got to the bottom point, once it got to that finished point, I added that maple syrup in there and just let it cook for another minute. And then I strained it out. So this was something I was torn between whether I wanted to do it or not, but I decided I really, really wanted the, Precision's the wrong word, but it's the word I thought of first. I don't know why. I really wanted that consistency of a fruit syrup. So I strained out the cherries, but I did keep them. In the show notes, you'll see a waffle, which desperately needs whipped cream. I don't know why I think of these things after the fact, not before, but whatever. Desperately, desperately needed whipped cream. But I kept the cherries that had been reduced down, and I just garnished them on top of the waffle along with the syrup. So I've got a little dish of that. I've got a little saucer of it. Like I'm a cat. Like I'm just going to lick it off the saucer or something here. Well, I just want to, I just want to taste a little bit of this and I just want to just give you guys my immediate impressions here. 
first off, I will just mention like before I even taste it, the texture of it, a little bit too thin. This could have definitely been reduced just a little bit more, but it's still definitely, it's not, it's not like water thin. It could definitely have used another minute or two of reduction to get a little bit thicker. But I think as it is, I think it's perfect. Right off the bat, I get the notes of that bourbon. I get that little bit of smokiness from the aging in the oak barrels. You just, that smokiness comes through so, so, so well. And then the next thing you get is that extremely distinctive maple flavor of that maple syrup. Like, I really, really love that. And I mean, if you ever had, I've been a while since I've had it, but uh, if you've never had maple syrup aged in bourbon barrels, uh, that's a thing. I've had it before. It's amazing. <laughs> it's really, really amazing. And I think that's maybe what I wanted to capture a little bit of when I made this here. And then, of course, like when you taste this, you just get this robust, beautiful cherry flavor. You know what this would be perfect with? If I had some good sour or tart cherries. These are like big, sweet, plump cherries. Like, you know, these are, this is, there's a lot of, it's sweet. It's very sweet. I really think this would be really, really great if you had a nice tart cherry or even a sour cherry. And you made that with even like a blend of the two uh, and just played a little bit with with the alternating flavors like that. I think it'd be absolutely wonderful. Let me get back in here. Oh, just every single time I taste it, I just taste that bourbon. And then it's like it gets everything else just kind of hits the palate all at once. You get that maple. The sweetness comes in. The cherry comes in it. Like all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, this is a dessert. This is sweet. This is like syrup. And I thought about doing it with the cherries as well. Like just get some ice cream. Now I very, very rarely eat ice cream because it is loaded with sugar and it's not healthy at all, but there's like a no sugar added vanilla that Wegmans does that is actually pretty solid with almost no sugar in it. And it's actually really, really good. Still. Uh, I really, really did think about like for the cherries, like for the extra cherries or even this syrup, like this would be perfect as a topping for ice cream as well absolutely absolutely fantastic i know and you know what like the recipe portion of the show like the, the way that it has evolved i just love pulling out this chair for you and us just sitting here as i experience this dish and i want to share the immediacy of it you know recollection i mentioned this to rebecca when we were out walking today but recollection is never going to trump like the experience itself. If I can experience it in this moment, if I can taste, if I can just touch this to my tongue and taste the smokiness right now. Mm, and just think about like a beautiful, beautiful glass of nice smoky bourbon. Ah, oh, absolutely everything. It's, it's fantastic. It's, it's, it's wonderful. And this is so, so easy to put together again with the caveat that please don't try to cook off the alcohol indoors if you don't have the equipment for it. If you've ever watched like the cooking shows, whenever they add alcohol to something and you get those big, like words are hard, but you know what I'm talking about? Big fire. Whoosh. <laughs> Has your like brain ever just completely short circuited and you're like, what am I trying to say? Huh? But yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. This is pretty simple to make. It's only a few ingredients and you could definitely do this with other things as well. Some things aren't going to pair quite as well with bourbon, 
maybe a rum you could even do something like this with i'm gonna keep playing with this idea like not a ton of it because it's very sweet and i try to not eat stuff like this very often if at all so this is like an indulgence for me whenever I do try this kind of stuff. I also do love, I know I mentioned at some point before season four began that I was going to be focusing more on meal kits and stuff, which I do still very, very much intend to do, but it's just while well, I'm recording this on the 4th of July and I just made all this amazingly delicious food and it just, it's, it's amazing and you need to try it and it's amazing. Try it. <laughs> what a wonderful, wonderful dish this is. I really do hope that you'll give it a try. That is going to do it, however, for another episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. I just want to take the time again to thank you so, so much for all of your incredible support. It means the world to me to see my show constantly trending at the top of Good Pods charts for not only for, for food, but all of the arts and even self-help. Like to see my show resonating with so many people is just amazing. If you're listening to this on Good Pods, leave me a five-star rating and review. Let me know what you think of this episode. But wherever you are, whenever you are, I hope that you're having an absolutely incredible day. That you go out there and you make the absolute best life for yourself because don't ever forget you're only going to get one shot at it. So make it the absolute best that you possibly can. I want to thank you so, so much for listening. And thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Nikolai's Kitchen wouldn't be possible without the contributions of my amazing patrons. Well, thank you so much to Chris, M, and Sam. And a special shout out to my VIP patrons, Krista, Jared, Caleb, Dan, and Bill. Learn more and sign up today at patreon.com slash Nikolai's Kitchen. <laughs>